Welcome to the 24 Stories podcast that aims to educate, inspire and help build brands. I'm your host, Stephen Ryan, founder of 24 Stories, and I'll be joined each week by guests from a variety of industries here to tell you how they built their brands. Welcome to a special episode of the 24 Stories podcast. As a way of saying thanks to our sponsor Skillsbase, we're going to look back on a feature that some of you might have heard at the end of each podcast in this series, in series two, and that was the skill you need in your industry. And now before I go into that, I want to again give a shout out to Mark and the team at Skillsbase because they've been fantastic to support us on the journey this season. And if you're looking for maybe a training app or an engagement app to support your staff, or maybe you're looking for something to do with augmented reality or virtual reality or maybe marketing support tools or content creation, look at the guys. Check out their website, skillsbase.io and you get all the details there and also reach out with them on LinkedIn or Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. They're there also. So it's time to go back and have a listen to some of the skills that I suppose some people had in common. And I suppose the one thing that we learned from it, and we didn't kind of suggest anything to any guest when they came in, but I suppose it was the soft skills that came up time and time again. And each of our guests also had a variety of qualifications and, of course, extensive experience across a lot of different industries. But there's some things you can't learn. There's some things that you have to experience to develop the skills over time. And one of those is listening. And listening came up, I'd say, at least four times Um, It kind of came up in conversation a few times through different episodes and different podcasts. But what we did get was Kira Crossan, um, the founder of Wedding Dates. She felt that when she was building her brand and her startup, she had to go out and listen to various hotel owners, various event managers and so on. I always say to people when, you know, when I'm hiring new people or I'm interviewing, you know, skills can be taught, skills can be learned, but attitude is everything. Okay. You know, I think attitude is, is even more important than skills. Yeah. If you go in with a growth mindset, you know, open to learning, open to trying new things, open to failing, yeah. um, you know, I think you can pick up skills along the way. Um, but one of the core skills that I would say that everybody in any business can always look to hone and improve would be communication and probably in particular listening. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's something that as especially as I've gotten older, you know, that phrase, you know, we have two ears and one mouth, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Um I've I've definitely I suppose learned to hone my listening skills and still I have a long way to go, you mm. know. Um of, you know, really listening to what somebody's saying, particularly, you know, a customer or whatever. Um and I think it can't be underestimated. So it's something you have to train yourself mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. The same applied for Eleanor Kelly Lynch from her time in the radio industry. And she felt that if she was building ad campaigns, well, she had to listen to the customers and find out exactly what they needed their audience to hear. Listening is the key to sales, really. Because you don't know what the customer wants unless you're prepared to listen. Yeah. And listening is about asking questions and it's about asking good questions. Mm. And when you listen, somebody, the person who's who's talking respects you um, and they trust you. That's what listening does. Listening. I was in the Samaritans many, many moons ago when I was in my 20s. Yeah. And listening is a transformational thing. Mm. So despite my talk about enthusiasm and resilience and all the rest of it, if there was one key thing that you need to do more of is listen. Listen to the customer. 
extract information, build trust, build rapport. How do you build trust and rapport? By listening. Because in sales, it's often seen as the opposite way around. Oh, absolutely. No, the, talking the talking bit is fine. Oh, yeah, the talking bit is important. But that's only 20%. 80% is the listening. Yeah. So that's the skill you would... Definitely. Cultivate that skill. Teach that skill to your staff. It doesn't come... You know, we don't listen very well, actually, at all. Yeah. We're too focused on ourselves. Yeah. How am I doing? Jesus, I better tell them about this. I better make sure that they know about this. I better ask for the business. Yeah. Listen to the customer listen first. The customer. And then the customer will listen to you. Then you can talk. And he'll listen then. Or she. Excellent advice. When it came to retail, we spoke to a number of guests, but it was Paul Gallagher said that he felt that you really needed to listen to the customers so that you could explain the benefits that bit better of what he was trying to sell. I think the ability to listen and sell, right? Like yeah. for retail, you need to understand what they need. Yeah. Right. You understand their requirements and tell them what they need. Right. Not explain the features of what it's got. You need to explain the benefits of what it's got. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what's it going to do for them? Right. I could tell you it's got an ultrasonic soul with super duper hooper and all sorts of things inside. And you're looking at me like. (laughs) Yeah. What's that going to do for me? Yeah. But I can say to you, this soul is super comfortable, will help you support your arch foot arches in your feet right yeah will make, be extremely comfortable when you walk and I think if you're on your feet all day your feet will thank you when you go home yeah there's an art in it though as well isn't there in, in good retailers it's right. like an old craft isn't it I think there's an art in life in itself you know yeah. there's an art in everything and the final guest who mentioned about listening was Joe Kelly who actually also happened to be guest number 24 in the series and Joe felt you needed it to understand your audience when you're planning or creating events or festivals? I would say try to get as much experience as you can before going solo or doing whatever you can, you know. You know, listen to stuff and take take influences yeah. and, you know, try to f- sharpen your pencil as you go by, you know, having experiences doing different things and then that'll formulate your own thing. And as I say from a little while ago, it was like just try to be different rather than the same so yeah but I suppose you immersed yourself with a lot of different people over the years and all those little bits of information you probably got from them whether it was Jerry Lucy back in yes the, you know the Grand Parade to Dennis to to to, to Stevie to Pat or whatever and the, I, I'd imagine everyone had some sort of little influence on you well it's absolutely they all do and in one sense I go it's an exciting time going forward because I just go look this city you know, as I say, I'm here 35 years. Like, in 20 years, it's going to be significantly different. I mean, who thought Horgan's Key would develop? I thought it'd be the other side of the river. Yeah. You're going, you know, once the dock starts moving and all that develops and the Port of Cork moves to Ringskiddy proper and then where Crosby, Transcar and all that area down, you know, Tivoli, I suppose. Yeah. Once that gets built on... Jesus, the potential is huge. But, please God, they plan it properly, like have cycleways from these places, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, but I really do think Cork as a, you know, a good mid-sized city, um, you know, it's got so much potential even that I'm here. There's lots and lots of things that frustrate me about it, but the potential is still here. So if listening was our first skill that we discovered, the second one that came up probably even more was people skills or what a lot of the guests said interpersonal skills. 
and interpersonal skills is something that people who are in front facing roles have to deal with a lot especially if you're selling if you're planning something or whatever and this was definitely the case for Tony O'Connell who was the oldest guest we've ever had on the podcast and talked about how he dealt with people over the years and how he had to deal with them personally personal skill with people you must love people to be a photographer you have to love people if you don't love people you're only wasting your time going into photography wasting your time you have to have a good personality yeah you have to be able to uh, chat with people on yeah. a one to one basis on yeah. whatever subject they're talking about yeah but also to be kind and courteous yeah to people and never to be kind of arrogant get rid of arrogance if you're arrogant because you'll never make it you have to be a good people person. People person. That's right. Because you're constantly in conversation, chatting to people. And I'd imagine there's important moments in their life as well, whether it's in business oh, or yeah. personal. And I have to say, if I'm going in, you dress for the occasion. Yeah. If you're going into the Lord Mayor's office, you have to respect that office. Yeah. And you dress accordingly. Yeah. If you're covering a football match, you can dress in your jeans and jumper or whatever the case yeah, may be. And yeah. you dress for the occasion. If you're covering a dress dance or whatever the case may be or whatever the case, you don't go in with a jeans and jump, you at least put in on a tie or a dress suit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, the kind of way you dress for the occasion. And that's why good friends of mine now in the City Hall and what haven't they'd always say that Paul Minahan, who was a good friend of mine in City Council in Corporate Affairs, he'd always say that. You'd never have to worry about Tony coming in. He'll always be dressed right. People skills isn't just for photography. It's essential in political life. And that's exactly what Minister Michael McGrath told us. You have to be good with people. You know, you have to... Interpersonal think, skills. Yeah, you have to have a natural empathy and, and good interpersonal skills. Be a good listener. I think it's important. You know, you are a servant of the people. Mm. Uh, so it's not so much your own views or that really matter. Of course they do, but it's the people you represent. You have to be a good listener. And you have to engage with people and you have to be kind. And you have to be decent and be respectful. And I think the Irish people are generally very, very good at that. But I think those skills are important. And then in terms of survivability, it is it is resilience. Uh, you will have setbacks. you got to get back up again and keep going. And you got to keep turning up and be resilient. And I think that's good advice for people in life generally. It's certainly advice I give my own kids because you're going to have setbacks in life. And um, you just got to keep keep doing what you believe in. Seamus Leahy, whose extensive background in retail and in later years in hospitality, felt that you had to have great people skills, especially when you're dealing with teams and especially dealing with your own staff, but also customers as well. The one I say to my gang <laughs> is come off the internet, lads, and yeah. talk to people. <laughs> people skills? Yeah, like the big problem now I see with anyone under the age of 30 in particular. Yeah is that they think an email is the sales technique. Yeah. Right? The email, or, and you know by email, I mean... Email uh, or messenger uh, or anything. Message or whatever. Yeah. It's an introduction, a follow-up or uh, a whatever. Right? If I really, really want to connect with you still, Stephen, I need to sit down and have a coffee with you. Yeah. And I need to listen to you and you need to listen to me and we need mm. to talk and whatever. The bit that people are struggling with is the ability to sit down, talk, have a chat, have a conversation. I think in hospitality of all areas, like that's still crucial. At the end of the day, if you're buying a wedding off me, it's the wedding coordinator, the wedding team, it's the manager on the floor. They're the people that you're really buying into. 
right and that that whole ability to interact with each other and have that warmth and genuine caring even in an industry that a lot of people might seem as maybe cold or stuffy the insurance industry you're dealing with a lot of delicate situations and that's what Pat Ryan told us is why people skills is important for him it's about people skills really you're going to get that a lot and I, you, I know yeah. you've heard it before yeah but um, being able to engage with people you know being able to talk to people um, I know for myself I learned so much more from just talking to people like I'm, I'm a I'm a talker mm. I talk probably too much not, not something you want to hear on a podcast but um, when you engage with people you learn an awful lot more yeah. you know and I think the, the, there's a skill there with just Irish people suffer it less than other nationalities being able to walk up to somebody and engage them in conversation and find out what's interesting about them. Be brave enough to and ask. And be brave enough to yeah. ask. Um, is it a skill to ask? I don't know, but I think it's vital. And the other thing I learned um, all along, going back to being an underwriter, which is about asking questions. You know, you have to make assessments. Do you want to back this company or take on this risk? And the only way you can do that is to ask questions about it. And more and more and more and more questions. Um, that's the only way you learn. And smart people ask an awful lot of questions. You know, you only get smarter by asking. And so, yeah, I would say that's if that's a skill, that would be really very high up on the list for me. And the final one was Kevin Hurley. 300 staff, thousands of customers coming into each of his shops each week. He definitely needed to have great personal skills to deal with both customers and staff alike. A skill, I think, would be how to deal with customers and yeah. how to deal how to deal with the public. Yeah, yeah, it's just invaluable, you know. Mm. Um, take our Delhi departments, like where you know you, you might have somebody who's working faster or slower than the other person. This morning, now I was dealing with one guy, and but a man came in off the street who's blind with a with uh, on crutches, and straight away he was over to him, and he knew his name, made his cup of tea for him, went up to the deli, got his bits and pieces for him, brought him over to the till. And then that man walked out the door, a happy man, you know, and, 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 and this guy is like fantastic guy. And, you know, we've trained him like that. Now he had, he had the empathy and he's a really nice fella as well. Yeah. But it's all about customer service because at the end of the day, customers are the guys that are putting the money in it, into our tills. So we don't have customers, we don't have a job and we don't have a business. But that person that they looked after as well will probably come back time and time again because oh, yeah. they'll feel safe. They'll feel that they're they can rely on someone. Absolutely, we've, and that makes their day yeah, easier. Yeah, the, particularly the store in Grand Parade where we have a lot of elderly customers yeah. um, using the church next door, oh, attending yeah. church. Yeah. A lot of them coming in there, and uh, they go. They look for this guy, or there's another guy, his colleague who, who's the same. They look for them. They say, "Is uh, such and such a guy working?" And he's, "Oh yeah, I got him for you there." And you know, he's well looked after. Then you get to get him out the door. You know, get him to the till, get him out the door. He's happy out, and away he goes. Like, and for a lot of these elderly people as well, it's sometimes it's the only um, conversation they'll yeah. have with anybody. You know, there's a lot of loneliness there, and so social interaction yeah. in a day yeah. like where yeah. calling into their local shop you know is important for them because that's the one person they see and they get to know them they probably ask them questions and yeah they do they do I heard that one particular guy he's got a, a teenage daughter and yeah. I heard that uh, not today no but another day the, the, the man saying how's your daughter keeping because she was in on work experiences yeah. and he introduced him to the daughter and it's like you know and there's a, there's a really good interaction there yeah. and you know um, and yeah. like the more I hear you talking about the different shops, the more I feel that there it is a throwback to the the, the the tradition of the local shop for the community. That's still there. 
Oh, it is. Absolutely. It's all, it, for me, it's all about the community. The third skill that kind of came up a lot was planning. Now, some people called it organisation. Some people called it project management. In the case of Judy Russell, known for videography and training people in the area of videography, she felt that every time that she's doing a shoot, you had to plan. You have to plan. And nobody wants to plan. Yeah. But like you really, the, the better, the more time you put into planning, the more you will get out of your video and the more you'll learn. So I would suggest really spending more time in the strategy planning side of things than anywhere else. And then it should be as simple as Tetris. It should be getting the block, moving the block into place. And, and, and that should be it then from there. So so that's my, my process is like eight steps. It doesn't need to be eight, but like it's the five W's first. Then it's deciding um, the the aspect ratio and the duration based yeah. on your platform. Then it's storyboarding. Then it's adding a hook uh, to the start of the video. So the video opens up with something entertaining. And then it's turning your storyboard with the hook into a script and shot list. Yeah. And then putting down milestones into your calendar when you're going to plan, film and edit. And then it's uh, being very careful with the legal requirements as well. Do you have release forms signed by people and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, so So once yeah. you've got that workbook filled out, then you're then you're showing up on Thursday morning to film the person. They know exactly what's expected of them, what to wear, what to say. And you're just filming it and hopefully editing it that day. When it came to managing retail stores in the UK or managing a tourist destination like Spike Island, John Crotty felt that you definitely had to have top organisational skills. I definitely say organisation, Stephen. You know, again, it, it goes back to a little bit around that planning side of it, but probably organisation is the best word that each and every day you walk into that place and knowing exactly what's going to happen that day. You know, having your values and understanding who you are as a person so they can be implemented because, you know, everybody around you will pick up on that. You know, ultimately, if you're going to manage, you rely on other people to do things to a certain standard. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can't be everywhere. You can't deal with everyone. You can't, you know, answer every phone as well, say, so you've got to know that the people uh, around you are, I suppose, trained and enthused to deliver the same level of service that you know you would. And you can only do that by being organised, giving them that feeling that, you know what, I have been trained, I have been looked after, I am supported to deliver the level of service that, you know, is expected and is hoped for in this business. So that's what I'm going to do. And the one that probably surprised me the most in this area was Dr. Eliana James, who felt that, in art, you need to have project management, otherwise you'll never get to the end. In my opinion, what came to mind was project management. Okay, it's not something people would associate you with have, art. You, but it's, it's, it's in every world, what do you have to do? You have to bring all the pieces together and manage a complex situation and have it come out right. And mm. in art, um, the pieces of that complexity are your own practice. So how well do you draw, paint, do digital work? How well do you do it? it will your work stack up to people who, there's always going to be people who do it much better than you. Where are you and how good is your work in a technical way is one part of it. But then how are you going to sell it on? Because um, unless you're, and, and Maybe some people are very happy with things being a hobby and being very small, and I'm not in any way denigrating yeah. that. But if your dream is bigger, yeah. then you have to take the how does finances roll into this picture. 
Yeah, because otherwise... You're stuck with a lot of canvases. Yeah. You can only give your family a canvas so many Christmases until it becomes really embarrassing. <laughs> so is that the skill a lot of artists are actually missing? Because... Yes. The final skill that came up a few times and was specifically mentioned as the skill you need in your industry was creativity. What was interesting about this was it came from two different perspectives. The first one we heard was from a content creator, Shauna Doyle, who mentioned the fact that every day she has to come up with something new and fresh to keep her audience engaged. Being creative and having like an open mind to everything, being able to think outside the box. Yeah. A lot of confidence is needed for this as well. And then obviously, if you have the academic background, like you're flying it. And I think that really is what can set you apart from other people. It does come down to hard work and just putting yourself out there. But obviously, it is really important to educate yourself and upskill when you can too. And all of that is of huge benefit to any And you learn from other people as well. Like yeah. even like I'm, I follow like the likes of Pamela and Mural and yourself and just other up and coming marketers or content creators. And not that you copy them, but you can get inspiration from people. You can get motivated from people. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think that everyone, everyone who's working hard for the right reasons kind of inspires each other. And you can learn so much from other people in the similar industry. And I'm sure loads of people will learn from you listening to this podcast. Yeah, I think I think you've definitely put a different perspective mm-hmm. on the whole industry. I think people are going to get a lot out of it. And at the opposite side of that, running one of Cork's biggest venues in Cork Opera House, Eileen Gleeson felt that she needed creativity because she had to draw from her extensive experience in music and theatre and events to actually come up with new ideas and fresh thinking to engage the audiences of Cork. Creativity. Yeah. It absolutely is like because like I wouldn't be able to do most of the things that like that I can do mm. in this job without without drawing back to my own life as a musician, my own understanding of what it's like to be an artist, my own understanding of music and the art form, and just being able to have a sense of like how you're going to say the things you need to say yeah. and how you and what creative tools you're going to use to say those things yeah right so i i mean i really believe that like marketing is an extension of my job in the opera house like it is it is the public side of it's telling the story of like us of what we do um in so many ways and you know that has to be done in a really creative way and it's the cornerstone of everything for me is this ability to be creative and with that then comes like passion, like focus, like dedication, all yeah. of the rest of us, you know. So they were the four main themes that we discovered from our skill that you need in an industry that was sponsored by Skillsbase. But there was a few more, a couple of interesting ones, like people might need motion graphics, analysis and curiosity, even knowledge, they came up, delegation, resilience and bringing people with you. If you want to find out who said all of those, listen back to the podcast. All 24 episodes are there. And of course, the first 24 episodes are also there from last season. And listen out for another special episode coming in the next couple of weeks also. That wraps up this week's podcast. Thanks again to our sponsor, Skillsbase app, which is a solutions provider for companies looking for mobile-first engagement and blended learning tools. To find out more information on what they can do, visit skillsbase.ie. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show and get in contact with us on all social platforms. I will be back again next week with a brand new episode.